2: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
3: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone.
4: Born to love. Hey, Scott. Hey, Ellie. I'm Ellie Kemper. This is Scott Eckert. This is our podcast, Born to Love. Every week on the show, we have a guest on to talk about something that he or she loves, and we are so excited today. We have Alyssa Limparis on the show. She is a very funny comedian. Uh, We met her back in November of last year, and she's going to talk about her love of feeding people, of having people over and, and feeding them.
5: Yeah. Hosting party, feeding people. I mean, I don't know. I'm. We'll get into it, hash it out with her. Yeah, we will. I couldn't be more excited to talk to her. How are you doing, Ellie?
4: I'm well. How are you? How was your week?
5: It was fun. It's winter time now, and my children did something that I never did growing up. Uh, we, over the weekend, we went skiing. <gasps> and skiing... I don't really want to talk about skiing because I mostly just sat around in the lodge because I, I I never went skiing, so I don't know how to ski, so I suck at it, so I sit in the lodge. But one of the things that it made me realize was my love, Ellie, of socks. What? But I have a very... it's it's This is the first love. It's like a yin and yang because it's also a loathe. I love my socks, but you know what I loathe? (laughs) Lots of different socks. My mom loves novelty socks. She's got so many different socks, all different kinds of socks. I read the best piece of advice. This is probably now 10 years ago. The best piece of advice that I have ever come across, and it's sock related. Do you want to know what it was? Yeah. If you are irritated with pairing your socks, which who isn't? You know, you do the laundry, pairing the socks is annoying. Thankless I task. A, thankless. Totally, nobody enjoys it. Here's a surefire way, an, an an algorithm, perhaps, if you want to describe it that way, to to make the task of pairing socks easier. You take all of your socks and you throw them in the garbage. And then you go to the store and you buy about 30 to 40 pairs of identical socks. And then you never ever have to worry about pairing them again, because they all match.
4: Scott, I love that idea in theory. What do I do? I wear a lot of they're called no-show socks, but they show like they're off, like all like All I see is my socks when I put these no-show socks on, and they come in packs of different colors. So what do I do about that?
5: Well, that's terrible. You shouldn't have bought those socks. You gotta pair them. You have a whole bunch of different socks, they're different colors. So you gotta put the blue one with the pink one. Yeah. No, I've got the reason that I the skiing reminded me of it is that my wife was like rooting through a whole house looking for the kids' ski socks. Where are they? Where are the ski socks? Baba, because apparently you need special socks when you ski. I don't know, I'm not a skier. And I, I, I don't know. I've never been so smug in my life because I have a little box where I keep my socks. They, the box is literally labeled socks, and it is full to the brim of a bunch of identical black socks. And it's like, you know what? These are the only socks I wear. These are the only socks I've worn for years and years and years. They're They're carefree, utterly and completely carefree. Now, if you're like you who has to do things like run, I mean, I suppose you might need a couple of different socks. But for me, it's really just one kind of sock. I just have I just have the the, the high pull up black. Sure, socks.
4: A knee, I, I was about to say a knee high. I don't think your socks come up to your knees. You have dress socks.
5: Yeah, but they're warm. They're not like fancy at all. You can wear them with jeans, which I do every day.
4: Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why well, say dress socks to describe the length more than the occasion? They're they're socks that come up what? Six inches to your th- up to your shin, up your shin, six inches. Yeah, they
5: go up my shin. Eight they go, inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could if you pull them up or stretch them up real high. They might, they might. They're approaching the knee. They don't make it all the way. Scott, but, I mean, I don't pull them up that tight. I just love the fact that they match. What does this
4: have to do with skiing at the lodge? Well, the ski lodge because the thing, like I said, <laughs> I mean, you have taken me on a. Roller coaster of a of it was an emotional it was my ride.
5: smugness that they were the kids the kids my wife and kids both had to pair bring multiple pairs of socks my wife had a hard time finding the socks and the whole time I was like I love
4: my f-ing socks your Scott <laughs> your love took so many twists and turns you're like you know what I love my family and I went skiing this week. Anyone listening? Any obvious answer is, oh, he must love skiing. No, it's not skiing. All right, okay, okay. Oh, he must love the fire at the lodge. No, it's not the fire. Oh, he loves socks. Well, he must love. I keep thinking, oh, maybe his socks kept him so warm on the ski vacation. No, it has nothing to do with skiing except that your wife, your poor <laughs> wife Vanessa, Vanessa couldn't find the socks, and that's what you loved. You are sick.
5: Man. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> I'm just being bullied for my love. All right, in fairness, I didn't do a great job articulating it, but I just, I hope that Alyssa is kinder to me and that I'm not relentlessly bullied.
4: I hope not. I hope nobody I hope. makes fun of you in, in the conversation. I
5: hope I, I hope I don't get, I'm not treated with open disdain <laughs> for my opinion.
4: I really hope that you don't get in any way mocked or ribbed (laughs) for some light little fun things that you did to entertain people. But anyway, Scott. Anyway,
5: anyway. Guys, Alyssa.
4: (laughs) Alyssa Limparis is our guest today. We are so excited to have Alyssa on the show. She is an actress and a comedian based in Los Angeles. She trained at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. She has her own comedy special, No Bad Days on Peacock. She stars as Sydney in the hit Showtime show... Black bush Misdemeanors. Alyssa is very well known for her viral comedy videos impersonating her mom. They are hilarious. They are uncanny. I've never met her mom, but I feel like I know her intimately. Alyssa was selected to be part of the Big Money Players Circle back in November. So we got to meet her in IRL, in real life then. We love her. She is a delight. She is a very funny woman. She's on the show today to talk about her love of feeding people. So when we come back, we're going to sit down with Alyssa. We are back. We are here with Alyssa Limparis. Alyssa, hello.
6: I feel like I'm seeing old friends again. It's a uh, it's a reunion. It
4: is such a reunion. Scott, Alyssa and I first met back in November
6: at the Hard Rock.
4: Hard Rock. <laughs> so, it was at the Hard Rock Hotel in the heart Of New York City. Yes. Alyssa was performing as part of the Big Money Players Circle. Yes. And we had a time. We all met. It was a night of laughter and rock and roll. It was so much (laughs) fun. And we are so happy to be seeing you again. Granted, over our computer screens, but still very happy to see you again.
6: I feel the same way. Well,
4: thank you for joining us. Alyssa is here today to talk to us about her love of Feeding people. Yes. Which I want to have some of this love, Alyssa. Is that right? Yeah. Feeding people, having people over, entertaining, the whole, all of it causes me stress. So talk to me.
6: Okay, very interesting. This is great. Yeah, first of all, how cute is it? Look at all of our setups. Don't we all look like we're gabbing from our, our, like, our childhood
5: (laughs) bedrooms?
6: (laughs) We all have our little posters (laughs) on the wall, and we're all just... just just, I hate
5: (laughs) to interrupt Ellie has a blank wall behind her, and so does Alyssa. The only person who has anything behind them is me, and it's my it's my adult bedroom that I share with my wife, and it's being openly mocked. No, posters, it's not. The no, posters, the Scott. Post, the posters that are over my shoulder, Alyssa, are pictures of my infant children. There they're also, they're also might be some framed puzzles.
4: Scotty, I knew there was a Yes. Yes. And Alyssa does have a poster on her wall, Scott. Yes. I got plenty. She's got plenty of posters. And I have a little, you know, my little sailboat lamp in the background. And it, it uh, like an Ikea little desk.
6: That's so, the thing. The little nightstand kind of that reminded me of my childhood nightstand. Yes. It that, yes. You
4: Guess what? Guess where this nightstand Don't used tell to me. be. Don't my, tell me. Not, not my own. I wish it were my own childhood bedroom. My child's. Bedroom. But so I see, moved it into this little. What do you even call this? A, a niche?
6: A
5: nook? A nook. It's a recording studio. A
4: rec- <laughs> it's my recording studio. It's yes. my recording studio yes. in, in my home in Manhattan. I yes. have a recording studio. <laughs> yes, yes. It yes. is a white. For those of you not on video, it is an undecorated white-walled cube. Cube. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> With I like that chair though. That's a but great yeah, chair. It's a great chair. It's from the Pasadena Antique Center. Anyway, anyway, Scott, he, she was not just talking about your
6: room. Pasadena, so you got that all the way from here to there. Yep.
4: That's
5: not a good a big chair. Deal. Ellie yeah. spent money transporting the world's, <laughs> I don't know, most unremarkable chair. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> uh, this is tricky. Tricky for an audio-only format.
6: And 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 we will say, she's not sitting in it. She's no. not
5: sitting in hey, it, folks. No. No.
6: It's just there, sort of as a decoration, directly behind
4: the seat. My head blocks it for most of it. <laughs> yes, yes, except, except when I need a break. And then I... <laughs> it, oh, uh,
5: it's now I realize that there's there's like a war in my mind. Would I rather see Ellie or would I rather look at that empty
4: chair? <laughs> and I disagree with you. It's not an ordinary chair, Scott. It's made of bamboo.
5: I agree. It's not. I, I misspoke. I shouldn't have called it ordinary. It is. It's an unusual chair. But it. I don't know. I mean,
4: it's no framed puzzle.
5: It's not the yep. kind of chair that you transport across the country. It's the kind of chair that you throw on the curb when you're leaving. That's that's <laughs> sort of what I was trying to get at. Wow.
6: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll step out for a second. Things are getting heated. Yeah. Let me step out. Let you guys. I know. Maybe <laughs> step out and come
4: back. I'll tell yeah. you what. It's the kind of chair. It's the kind of chair you break Please. out when you're having. A dinner party. A
1: dinner, po- there dinner party. There we go. There we go. That's a pro.
4: Back into that's it. a, pro. a lit, that's a total pro. <laughs> riding the train, riding the course. <laughs> Alyssa, what on earth do you love about having? People- uh, I yeah. What what do you love I, about
6: it? So it's so it's isn't it like we all just live in our lives. So in my head, I'm like everyone loves this because I grew up in just such a I'm Greek. And so I I like my grandpa lived with me. I grew up in a home that was like big on just hosting, having food all the time. Like I have yeah. strong memories of me. I ran track, Ellie and I, runners. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Wish you could
4: join.
1: Sorry, Sorry. not a runner.
5: Oh, you guys <laughs> leave me in the dust.
4: Oh well, yeah. Well, Alyssa
6: would. Yeah. Well, no, not anymore. Yeah. I am a. Yeah. I. I <laughs> I'm an old. I'm an old gal. These hips are they.
4: <laughs> I can't. I can't if I tried. But yeah, me I mean, neither. I run, but not fast. Okay, go on.
6: No, I don't, I walk exclusively. So yeah, yeah. basically, <laughs> I have a memory of like. After a track meet, calling my mom, being like, the whole team's coming over. Is that okay? And her being like, you got it. Oh. So, like, I think I associate having people over, having food, feeding people as home. I and understand. I love it. I love, love, love the feeling of, like, people are coming over and... I want to make sure that they have more food than they could possibly deal with. I want there to be, I'm like big on like, there should never be an empty plate. If I see a plate getting low, I'm refilling it. I kind of am in turbo mode. Right,
4: yep, yep, yep. I hit a
6: flow state.
4: That's what I'm wondering. Are you taking the time, you know, at big events like that you're the host of, you're focused on entertaining. So do you also have a chance to eat? or are you in turbo mode taking care of your guests.
6: Well, it's very funny you say this Ellie. Mm-hmm. I I I feel like I am part of a very long standing familial tradition in my Greek home of overwhelming others with food and, and not eating any of it. Yes,
4: <laughs> yep, yep. Well, that cuz you can't cuz you can't relax or maybe Yes. I shouldn't say relax, but you're you're serving them,
6: right? Yes, yes. I and people will be like, "Did you have fun?" It feel like you had to host. And I'm like, "No, that is what's fun for me. I find being at a party harder than <laughs> <gasps> I can than hosting." See
4: what you mean?
6: Yes.
4: Okay, I'm going to step in because I have to, my record, my track track record of having people over, I have maybe them, um, I have, when I say Halloween party, it's um, one set of parents and their kid, (laughs) and then this year there was another mom and her kid who came. (laughs) And that is my idea of me hosting a party. I was like, I hosted a Halloween party this year. We ordered pizza. It wasn't anything. I did put out crudite with hummus. Okay. But I'll, at the end of that, you know, night of celebration, I was exhausted. And I'm not exaggerating. I was like, because yeah. the all-day anticipation of I'm having people over, is the apartment clean? what is there wine? Like, right. And all of it exhausted me. But I also felt triumphant. I felt yes. like that was very wholesome and healthy. It felt yes. good to have people at my home. Do you feel depleted afterwards? Do you feel like, I want to do that again? Are you hot, like, on a rush? I think I'm like, yeah, I literally
6: think I'm, like, high on a rush slash, like, sad it's over. Yes. Yeah, I think there's something about, like, deeply wanting my home to be filled with people at all. Like, I remember the first time, because my boyfriend and I moved into a two-bedroom, and that's when I felt I could really start hosting. So this is kind of new and So my dad passed away and Mm -hmm. I grew up in this one house my whole life. And then a little over a year ago, my mom finally moved out of that house. So Mm -hmm. I had this like aching goodbye to this house that it just felt like a real like second loss of my dad. But then also, you know, the house and the, that's where he, he did die in the house. So there was so much of him in it. Oh my gosh. And then I came back to LA and this is kind of the good part of hard things is it was like, well, now I have to do that. If I want home, this has to be my home.
4: Right. I love that. Yes. yes.
6: If yep. I want traditions, then I, they have to be here because there's no longer, obviously I'm still going to go visit my mom at her place, but it's, it was almost like I had this crutch of, I can just go back to this home for all the like yes. that stuff.
4: How interesting.
6: Yep. Yep. And so I had this big year of just like, I had so many dinners and like, <laughs> I had like a Greek Easter. Yes. And I was like doing all these traditions. Cause I wanted to, and I was like doing this tradition of like you bake a bread and you put a dime in it, and then whoever gets the piece with the dime gets good luck. Mm-hmm. And I, I was at church on on New Year's, and the priest was like, "And today we're doing the vasilopita." And I turned to my friend, I'm like, "Is that a New Year's thing?" And she's like, "Oh yeah." So I taught like oh. 30, 30 people that at Greek Easter, you cut a bread with a dime in it. Not <laughs> what correct.
4: Like, uh, yes, what I, what, how nice to experience other cultures. And now they're spreading the word exponentially. Those 30 people have told 30 people each. And you're, okay, and that next thing you go, you're no longer welcome at the Greek church. No, The archdiocese
6: has banned me. Exactly, exactly.
4: Yes, oh yeah, yeah That I could see myself doing that. Oh! Also, I have to be honest. We all thought it. The size, why must it be a dime? It's too small, right? <laughs> it, it should be a, a half, a silver dollar. It should
5: but, be absolutely. something that's difficult to choke on. Is that exactly. right? Exactly,
4: Scott. That's it. That's it.
6: That's it. Now, yeah, but it it means good luck. And so you know what I think that means? You can't just get an easy pass on good luck. You have to risk choking to get right. good luck. You I have actually to risk, like that. You have I, to I, risk
4: death. Do you know what? The Greeks are doing something right. That's right.
6: We invented the marathon, you know, it's all yes. there. there. Torture for, for, yeah. for gain. Yeah. For gain. But so
4: I love, you have just set in to motion the idea in my head, which is that, yes, if you, cause I absolutely do that with my home in St. Louis, which my parents moved, but I still feel of go- uh, going home. It's not the home I grew up in, but it still feels like home. Yes. And I definitely, even though I have children of my own, I do feel like I haven't established Home yet? So I love yes. that notion, yes, of doing that and making that your home.
6: And I really think I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't lost the house. So it was this like terribly painful thing. And then when I looked back on this year, I was like, oh, so many wonderful. Like I had a cookie swap because my mom always had cookie swaps with like her oh. teacher friends, oh, yes. and I did it for the second time this year. And it's like now the one of the highlights of my year. And I'm like, I would have never done that if right, right, yeah.
4: right,
5: right. A- oh, yeah. that's
4: so nice. yeah
5: well, I've got a question for you. Talk
6: to me, Scott. There we go.
5: I share your enthusiasm for hosting, and I I think that it may not be to the same degree that you do. I'm certainly not as good at it. But the obstacle that I used to have, I think I've solved it, but the obstacle that I used to have is the cooking piece of it. You mentioned baking bread that that to me is like the failure point of any sort of party because i've been to parties where the host is overwhelmed by the cooking and then the food turns out terrible and then the host's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and everyone's like oh it's okay but everybody knows that the party's been ruined right so like yes how how do you handle that piece of it
6: i'll say that's a great point scott because i think i need to caveat this by saying i'm a comedian i trade in a lot of comedians I'm on the cusp of, like, barely an adult, so I think I have the benefit of, I'm rarely being, like, everyone sit down and eat a meal. Mm -hmm. I'm big in, like, spread territory, and Mm -hmm. I think there's less errors that can be done in a spread. I would be overwhelmed by having two couples over and having a sit down meal. Like that to me, cause now that's the focus is the food, whereas I'm big on what's the music gonna be. Are we're gonna have a, a movie on with no volume, but with subtitles, there's gonna be a game. I'm gonna have an event. I'm gonna have like picking
5: food. What's yep. the cool movie that, what's a cool movie selection? Cause that, that, the curated movie, I've heard about the playlist, but the curated silent movie a hundred percent. It's key. I'll
6: tell you what, it's not too cool. I just, on, for the cookie swap, itself. For Greek Easter, it was my big fat Greek wedding. I mean, yes. we're not reinventing Great. the wheel here. We're just Great. going, people come in and they go, yes, ah, yeah. that old thing. Because i yeah. are not going to sit down. And, right. Luke and I, my boyfriend and I went to a hotel and they were like playing movies on a big screen outside in the patio. And they were like three-hour black-and-white movies. I'm going, no, no. you can't get no. into a black-and-white movie on an outdoor patio. you got to go, that's Miss Congeniality. I know yes. it. I'll hop in for 10 minutes. That's
4: exactly <laughs> right. I don't need sound because I know the lines. I know the it's, lines. I'm going in and I'm going out. I've never, ever, it's never occurred to me to put a, a movie on mute and to have that in the background. I love. It's brilliant. Thank you. I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe I'm already brainstorming for my next Halloween, Halloween Fet. I'm gonna put on
6: <laughs> the <laughs> witches one. What's the witches one that the,
4: everyone yeah, loves? Yeah, right. Hocus Pocus. There you go. Is that it? I'm putting it on.
5: Beetlejuice, Nightmare Before Christmas, see now Halloween. Scott, see, mm-hmm. yes, yeah,
4: Scott's this. really getting in. So, yeah, that's a little hack there. Yes. I too, I cannot. Okay, full confession for Please. my wedding. I registered for China. I'm talking about the kind of China you eat on in a sort of in a nicer setting like for an event.
6: We're taking out the good China. I can hear it in my head, the good China.
4: Exactly, your mom's bringing it. I have not <laughs> used it to have other people over once. Of course not. And the idea of it sends me into a panic. Having to cook whatever, what's a common thing to cook? Roast beef. Lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> <Roast beef laughs> sure, roast. Roast. <laughs> yeah, pot roast.
5: Ellie cooks so infrequently that she cannot come even up think- with the name <laughs> nope. of a, of a meal or a i dish. i literally
4: i literally was like what is something people eat and the first thing i came up with was roast beef
5: <laughs> it's
4: like i don't even does anyone eat that yeah roast beef sandwich i'm serving everybody roast beef sandwiches sandwiches on now, the china side right you know what i was thinking of To be perfectly honest, I was thinking of chicken piccata. Because if I'm having adults over, I'm not going to feed them spaghetti and meatballs. I'm going to feed them chicken piccata, which I've never made in my life. (laughs) The idea of making that with sides and uh, presenting it and having it be hot, very stressful.
6: Okay, I'll say something else. Another thing I really think is key to your first... Like, I started with things I, I... I already knew how to make. So yes. so oh, early, yeah. now I take risks at parties, like I'll add or introduce one new thing. But in my first year of hosting, I was just going with like Trader Joe's and yeah. then Greek food that I grew up knowing right. how to make. Right? Because yeah, chicken piccata, I'm like to take a swing, to make a new dish for a dinner party, I think it's too brave.
4: You, I am going to now brag because Please. there is one thing I make. And Please. I used to do this. I was on a, like sort of, I was, I hit a good streak when I lived in Los Angeles, I got a slow cooker.
6: You got the chair?
4: I got a slow cooker. <laughs> Did you say I got a I got You a, got the chair.
6: <laughs> there it is.
4: I got, a, I got two things out of my time in Los Angeles. I got a slow cooker and I got a bamboo chair. <laughs> and they're both still with me. And one of the things that I haven't made in ages, but I used to make pretty regularly, was a turkey pozole stew. Come on. Wine. Come on. It is nothing you've ever, you don't think, oh, that's what I'm in the mood for. I hope I go to someone's house and have that. Nobody's thinking of it. I found the recipe in my slow cooker recipe. I tried it one time. Again, all ingredients you can get at Trader Joe's. Yes. It is, everyone loves it. It's delicious. You inspired me in these cold winter months. Why don't I break that out?
6: Break that it out. old recipe
4: out, you know. Yes,
6: because that's it. You have you have something you do well. It is tried and true. That's yep. it, tried and true. And then you get a bread. You and, and and Scott, I said I make bread. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I got a bread machine. Um, I got I got a bread machine. You put water. You put a little butter. You put yeah. flour. Yeast
5: and salt. And, and coins.
6: And and, yeah. co- and, and and about and coins. $2 worth of dimes. <laughs> and you call it a day. That's it. And that's that's it. all <laughs> you have to do.
4: That's all. Scott, when you've had people over, what do you make?
5: No, well, I mean, I think, first of all, I have i don't know that I've ever hosted a sit-down dinner party, right? So, right. Alyssa, you were trying to, I can't handle that. I, I hosted no. a Thanksgiving once, which is the closest, and I know how to make Same. Thanksgiving. Same. I'm talking casual, having people over, serve yourself standing kind of thing. And what I've discovered is that I want to keep it to like five items, right? Yep. I want to have an abundance, but the mistake is when there's too much going on. Yes. And, yeah. and the simpler that you can make it, the the better. And and my hope is that the clarity or the, the, the true, like a bell ringing clarity of those items and their abundance Carries me through. So I also <laughs> hosted, I also hosted at a Halloween party, as a matter of fact, many more people than We had, we had yeah. like, we had like 30 people, a bunch of kids. We had a giant pinata. But, but here's the thing food wise, 15 Domino's pizzas. Yep. And then two enormous. They weren't even bowls. What are those big metal trays? Yeah. Just truly enormous. Uh, one of them was pasta that had been dyed orange. Cuz no! if you if you if you boil pasta with food coloring in the water, it's orange. The other Ooh. pasta that had been dyed black and then uh clementine oranges. And that See, too. now,
6: now, is this, now, okay, okay, okay. You you had me at the five items. The yeah. fact that those are your five is blowing my mind. <laughs> I know.
4: It is actually, I understood the pizzas. And yes, so by the way, I was on board. I love Domino's. I dominoes. thought it was going to end there. I thought it was going to be Domino's and sodas. Same. And then the pasta, two things. First, I'm thinking, why didn't you just put sauce? Right. A carrot it? sauce. Say, uh, oh, what, yes, sure. Wait, wait, sure. Whoa,
5: hold up. I'm being judged <laughs> for my amazing orange pasta. A little. Well, A it's little. awesome. The, the, it's fantastic.
4: Scott, did you, what? I, did you mix the pasta? I'm assuming the answer is yes. Did you mix the pastas together so they were orange and black?
5: No, 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 no. It appeared to be, those were two separate items in his five. Two <laughs> giant trays. You could have either orange pasta or black pasta.
4: And that was for all the people who didn't want
5: Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's a kids' party. It's a kids' party. Guys. It's a kids' party. <laughs> if I was hosting like a five couples, I wouldn't just serve them <laughs> plain orange <laughs> pasta.
6: So there was no sauce. There was no sauce.
5: No sauce. Uh, no sauce. So that's uh, what the pizza's for. <laughs>
6: right. Right.
4: <laughs> I love how confidently you're explaining this meal. <laughs> I
5: have no shame. I have only pride. I was literally like, I presented it like, guys, let me let. I've got the perfect solution and here's how you host a dinner party, and you're both horrified. It seems genuine horror in your face. The Clementines,
6: at the end of all that, the acid of just a... <laughs> the sort of like, you're, you're begging for a fat at that point. Your body is hoping for a protein, hoping it's, for a fat. That's
4: it, that's it. it. It's
6: begging for it,
4: and then... I'm, but you understand, the clementines are orange. They're orange. <laughs> it fits the
5: theme. And it's children. They ate those clementines like nobody's business.
4: I actually, I I believe that. But uh, Scott, <laughs> having poked some fun at you, I have to say, your honoring of the, but the, it seems in this case there were four meals, right? Pizza, <laughs> hot, orange, black.
5: Well, and, we also had salad. We also had a salad. Oh, you
4: had, so oh, that's so see, yeah, see. Yeah, that's helpful to see because I would have found myself getting broccoli, raw broccoli, raw carrots, and putting those out too. I like that you had the restraint. Yes. To know, nope, we're not doing gonna that be here. Too much. Just keep it to the five. You
6: yeah. Know? I I I think. Can I highlight something that you sort of breezed by, and I think is the saving grace of that Halloween party? My. Thing I said is you always have to have an event as well, and then that distract. It's like a magic trick. The more fun yes. things you have going on, the food becomes an afterthought. And you had the piñata. Every kid is leaving there going, right. "We had a piñata for something yep. that wasn't my birthday. Yep. That was heaven. Yep. I'm so yep. excited." So then the parents are going, well, "I don't. My stomach doesn't feel great," but they're not worried about that <laughs> because their <laughs> kids had a nice time. They had the best time, and they'll come again because yeah. of the piñata. So I think you, you really are yeah. so
4: right because at my Halloween party consisting of eight guests, I had no, there was no enter what are we calling it? Entertainment. I had an activity, an event, entertainment. An event. You need something, I think. There was no event. The yeah. the pizza, we had pizza too. That was the event. There was no game. There was no nothing for the I thought, oh, the children will play. They're so hopped up on candy by that point that it's like playing is insane.
6: Right. They're just jumping.
4: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I love the addition of an event. Alyssa, you mentioned or somebody mentioned earlier, I, I, I'll be honest, I, Please. I heard about this offline. The 10 minutes before having yes. left, 10 minutes before they arrived, can be an adrenaline-fueled rush like you've never felt before. Those are That's my right. words. I'm putting my spin on it. But yes. what do you like about the, or,
6: or do you like
4: the, you so know? So people
6: are talking, huh? You heard that on the streets? You heard yeah, that on the streets? People are, people are talking offline. People are talking offline about what I like. Yeah, yeah, I've said that. I've said that in interviews. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a rush. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah f- whatever. Sure. I like the rush. <laughs> but it's true. I, I have stated to you two <laughs> prior to this that there is a, a feeling when I know people are coming I have like 15 minutes to go. That's, Feeling If I could bottle it up, that's the, there is no greater feeling in the world to me yeah. than like, I got to get the finishing touches in. pull thing. I like all four burners on the oven's going. I have like the chips, the chips got to go out. I think I, yeah. you know, now that I'm saying, I think in many ways I grew up in a lot of chaos at home. Yes. I think I grew up with a pulse of like frenetic energy. Yes. And I wonder if my life doesn't normally have that. And there's a familiar feeling of like, oh my God, we don't, we need the ice. We need right. the ice. There's like, of like stressing about things that don't really matter. That brings yes. me like weirdly calm. I completely
4: <laughs> know what you mean. Yep. that I don't have it with that. But yes, the stress is actually a comfort. It's, yes. It's, yeah.
6: Yes. Bringing you home. And it's like, who's going to come? I think just the feeling of, oh gosh, it's about to happen. It's exciting. It's like before Christmas. Yes.
5: What What is the appropriate time to come to an Alyssa party. Because I share that exact same sensation in the 10 minutes before the party is scheduled to begin. But like let's say that the party's supposed to start at 7. When the sure. clock strikes 7 and no one's there, a cold terror overwhelms <sighs> me that quickly transforms into rage because I'm like where is everyone. (laughs) Now, now of course, I understand you don't show up to a party like the moment that it starts. My brain understands that, but my soul is full of fury.
6: Right. There is something childish about like people aren't coming to my birthday party. There's some deep seated fear of like, oh, my God, I'm I. Yeah. But. I push through and I know these people are going to be yes. here at 8 o'clock. But yeah, I like on time. I think the older we get, the more on time you can be.
4: I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. And uh, But do you want to know what I'm instantly stressed about in that Please? situation? I'm thinking already, I already, I'm thinking, okay, now how am I going to make sure that people leave? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's your home. So, like, how do you get people out by a certain time?
6: Yes. Yes. So, see, I think there's just different different sort of personality traits. There's someone who, who shall remain unnamed in my home who yes. might share that same feeling. Yes. Um, I have the feeling of, don't go. Please never leave. Stay as long as you. I have memories of being a kid and like knowing that it was about time to leave and running downstairs with my cousin and being like, maybe if they don't see us down here, they'll forget that we have to leave. Like, I think (gasps) I never want it to be over. So I'm hoping that people don't leave, which is sort of a, yeah, I wouldn't say that out loud to the guests, but I think in my soul of souls, if people are like, Okay, we're going to sleep over. I'd be like, I'll, I'll make the sofa bed.
4: That yeah. is a feeling I cannot relate to at all. That is that is lovely. Yes, that I is don't know. so warm. I don't know. I don't know I, if it I is. I do know. You want to host.
6: You want to take care of people. I should have a caveat. You both have children. Is that correct? That's right. So that could be it too. I don't have children. So I do wonder also how much of it is like, you know, you already have a lot of activity in the home. You already have people you have to feed and take care of. So it could be like, oh, now there's more. So I wonder if that would change if I also had kids that I was tending to.
4: I could see what you mean. I could see what you mean. But I I, I think I've always been that way. I remember having, a, during one of my turkey pozole stew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that era. <laughs> but I remember having people over when I was serving my stews. And, and uh, do you know what? I would often go to bed. I was married, Michael would, you know, continue to entertain the guests, whatever. They were often playing, um, what's that game? Catan. Uh, yeah, no, not Catan. Risk. It's, uh, is it Cranium. assassin or it's a game where you kill someone? Werewolf? No. Nah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Me just going through, Uno, werewolf.
4: What's the word where you have to guess who killed somebody? It's not assassin.
6: That one is also called Yes, yes, yes. There's there's a version of that that's where for like you close your eyes, you tap someone no, there the it. Ki- Yeah, okay. Mafia, it's mafia. also called Mafia, maybe
4: it's mafia. Maybe it's mafia. And yeah. I would go to bed. So my point is I've always been that way, even pre-children. I I just want people to leave by a certain <laughs> time and when they don't, then I'll go to bed. So wow. you don't have that bone in your body. Which I find it's so gracious.
6: I I am like a little kid. I'm like, please, one more game. Let's keep playing Mafia. Yeah.
4: I am determined to find something that maybe you think, yeah, that can be work. What about the cleanup? You love it. You just love cleaning up.
6: No, I don't love cleaning up, but I like the, I think because I have all this adrenaline, it's like, it would be too much if like it just ended. So I think the cleanup is like, it's not that it's fun, but there's something almost meditative about, okay, now this is the ending of it. This is the. Ah, yeah. And you always
5: do it the night of. I always do it the night of, which I don't think is normal. Yeah, you got to get it done.
6: I like to reset the home. Then you wake up. The home is reset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have a dishwasher, hell, that would be hell. That would be hell.
4: Yeah. I also, I also, again, I'm speaking as someone who hosted one party in 2023 and it was eight people, four of whom were children. So it wasn't (laughs) like a, but I'll say, I think you're still kind of riding on some energy. So
6: yes, you have
4: the, it's not like you're collapsing. You actually have energy. I could see the meditative, you know, aspect of cleaning.
6: I will say, like day. I I honestly think the the hard part is like the it being over. Like I do think it's sort of a post holiday thing where it's like the next day feeling kind of sluggish or sad because all that it's it's done. It's done. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
4: What
5: if? Well, here is what I like to do when I clean up. If I'm hosting a party, I probably had a couple drinks. Okay. So I maybe I maybe not. I don't have all my wits about me, and I put in my uh, earphones. Uh and I turn on a podcast, and I stumble around my house, collecting everything and cleaning things and listening to my favorite podcast. Guys, what if there's someone doing that right now? What if there is someone, maybe a little tipsy, who's just had the greatest party of their life and is cleaning up the dishes right this moment and in the way that I used to listening to us, wouldn't that be a miracle? Wouldn't that
4: come full circle?
5: Uh,
6: I mean, I'm I'm speechless. That would be beautiful.
4: Uh, it would be beautiful to be a part of that and to know that, like, we were essentially guests at the dinner as well. <laughs> I only hope that that's happening.
5: Yeah, that I only can hope. If it is, you threw a great party. You did yeah. a great job. What if that person's name was Jeff? And what if Jeff lives? Where does Jeff live? Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Jeff from Oklahoma, you cleaning up your party, man? We just blew your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Your
4: your mind has been absolutely blown, Jeff. If you're out there from Oklahoma, we'd like to officially invite you to be come be on the pod and talk about your experience listening to us. That would be so trippy.
5: Jeff, stop what you're doing. Give us a five-star rating on by the Apple. Way, Scott, I definitely <laughs> thought you
4: were going to say, when you put it in your headphones, I for sure thought you were going to say you listen to music. Like, that's such a no, come down. No, no, you're no. like, oh, I, put, I listen to a podcast.
5: I, you know me well <laughs> enough, Ellie. I don't like music.
4: Do you know this, Alyssa? Scott doesn't... Um, He claims not to like music, which is an absurd statement.
6: (laughs) I mean, this is, you know, there's something, I don't know what it is, but there's something about not liking music and the choices that you made for the food that kind of of go together together. for me. Yep.
4: Are you, see, that's the thing. A man who serves his guests food colored pasta (laughs) and Clementines, you're not surprised to learn, yeah, that guy, he also doesn't care for music.
5: (laughs) <laughs> oh, here, yeah. here we were. I thought that we were landing in such a great place by blowing Jeff's mind, and then we're just right back to non on Scott.
6: On Scott!
4: Oh, oh, Alyssa, boy. we
6: don't want to keep you forever. <laughs> but you know I want to stay forever because of what I've just told you. about. Exactly I wa- maybe right. Maybe this podcast will be four hours long. She's, exactly,
4: she's like, maybe if I just hide, <laughs> maybe it'll never end. But we do want to make sure we have time to play a game with you. Our game is called Love It or Loathe It. If you have a few minutes... Please. Uh, when we come back. Okay. You'll play it with us. Great.
0: Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators, Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
4: Okay, guys, we're back. We've been chatting with Alyssa Limparis about all of the glorious, glorious aspects of feeding people. I feel inspired. I need to get rid of my hermit ways. I need to invite people over more. I need to feed them my turkey pozole stew. (coughs) That mission has been accomplished. In the meantime, I want to play a game. We play a game, Alyssa, called Love It or Loathe It, and Love It or Loathe It is a rapid fire game, sort of, where we um, throw items at you, and you tell us if you love that thing or you loathe that thing. Great. There is no in between, okay? Okay. You can't be like, oh, I feel meh about that thing, all right? Excellent. Okay. First thing, Alyssa, love it or loathe it? Indoor pools.
6: Love great Ooh. love it came from the depths of my soul because i think the smell of chlorine yeah. the feeling of either i'm at a swim meet or i'm in a hotel or i'm in like the uh, motel six with my parents yes. or, and we're and there's a pool
4: yeah it, yeah it's the smell of chlorine it takes you right it back. takes right
6: back i think if i had more time to think about that and if if you told me like you have to go in an indoor pool right now I'd turn to loathe but in my head the mm-hmm. memory of it is yeah. love yeah. yeah yeah I'm right there with you
5: I agree completely because the thing is that when you go in as a kid especially like the holiday inn or whatever oh. it's like the most joyful experience ever but it's also like muggy and crappy and thinking back to right. our parents just sitting watching their children splash in a hot chlorine like saturated totally. room less fun but well,
4: have you guys been you guys live in los angeles have you been to an indoor pool recently
6: honestly no it's been so so long
4: yeah i'll tell you i have been that's why i brought it up and scott i have been that parent watching the kids in the pool i, I want to tell you my love for it hasn't changed i really love it still great. love I, it great yeah, I still love it. great yeah so don't lose faith. it's the smell it's comforting. And also, you're not a victim of the elements. You know that, like, the temperature yes. isn't going to change. There's not. A frog isn't going to hop in the water. True. It's fine, you know? So, loves an indoor
5: Loves pool. an indoor pool. Alyssa, love it or loathe it, chain restaurants.
6: Love! It, love yeah. it, love it, love <laughs> it. I very similar to what Ellie just said about the, the elements. You are, I feel the same way about mm. a chain restaurant. Mm. You are not at the mercy of the elements. No chef is going to try something crazy today. You mm. go, I'm going to get this Subway sandwich and it's going to taste the exact same yeah. as it tasted when I was 12 after a track meet. <laughs> yes. There is comfort yes. in that. There yes. is, do I want to eat it every night? No, but there are times when I just am craving yep. the. Cheesecake Factory or Dunkin' Donuts because I know what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep. Is there a favorite? Or what's the uh, two questions for you quick knee jerk response? What's your favorite? What's the last one you've been to?
6: Yeah, I think those will be the same. And I tweeted that recently, but do you see it?
5: Domino's Pizza. And then go ahead and read uh, Recognizing our most loyal members.
4: <gasps> That's you. <laughs> so- yeah, that's me. Oh, I am a loyal Domino's member. So oh, yeah.
6: Yeah. It's gonna be Domino's and it's gonna be quite recently.
4: Oh, uh, you and Sc- Scott Scott, I'm I-
5: I'm I'm looking up why I didn't get a fing <laughs> email from Domino's. Told,
4: I mean, I could not <laughs> think if you thought, if you put together Domino's loyal customer, Scott Eckert would be the first person who comes to my brain. Now, Alyssa, you too. You guys have just discovered something. There I mean, we go. Wow. Well,
5: you mocked my pasta, but you would love my dominoes. And That's maybe it's bringing right. us back together. Mutual love.
6: Yeah.
4: All right. You've gone to the chain restaurant, but now you got to do the work. Love it or loathe it. Hit workouts. That's high intensity interval training. Love it
6: or loathe it. God, this is a tough one. I I. Uh, I'll go loathe, I'll go loathe. Yep. I um, I used to be very into this type of thing. Yep. So that's where my hesitation comes yeah, from because there was a point where I would have loved this. But now I'm in a real zen space of, I, I go on long walks. I don't like dreading. I don't like the feeling like I'm going to be in a lot of pain. I I, know. I look forward to a long walk. I'll still yep. feel good after it, but I don't have to go, oh, there's something big is coming.
4: I could not be more with you because yeah. I'm thinking, why are we still doing that? Right. You don't have to. I'm that's not right. training for anything. That's
6: right. So
4: yeah.
5: You guys like low intensity, low intensity I interval like lit. training.
4: L-lit. Lit. Low intensity but long interval. Like Lil, And
6: Ellie's in New York. I mean, I think that's the obviously it's not a new thought, but gosh, the best part of New York is just you're not even thinking about like here I'm like when am I getting my steps? New York, you don't think about it. You just get them.
4: And here I'll be like, I better run or I better, you know, bike or do something to exercise. And I think, but well, I walked 10 miles already exactly. today. I'm, I'm done.
5: Done. done. That, yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. All right. Last one. Love it or loathe it, Alyssa. Board games. I love it so <gasps> much.
6: I, yeah, I feel, uh, probably that goes number two for like happiest. And they go in with each other, like to have people over to eat food and then be like, is it time? And then we go into the other room and we play board games. That's a perfect night for me. I love it. I get very competitive. I get a little bit aggressive. I don't, it's not Luke. We were playing bocce the other day and he was, I was like, what are we playing to? And he was like, who cares? And I was like, what, what are you? then what do you mean, who cares? That's you, why right, we're playing. Right, <laughs> right, if, right. if no point, then this then is just why? recreating. That's yeah. a very different thing. I have to have, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm very, I am not that way. I will abandon a board game halfway through. Oh. I, I I have no follow through when it comes to board games. Unless it's like, uh, shoots and ladders. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that, that really gets her going. She's that gets super me into going shoots and ladders. Like
4: no other. No, but it is, um... Yeah, that I admire that because it's such a great activity, right?
6: Yeah, I also just grew up really playing board games. So I, I don't know a lot about like politics or the way the world works or movies or film or TV because I just grew up playing board games. So anytime... My, I'll be like, what happened in the war of, you know, the World yeah. War One? My boyfriend's like, what? And I always just be like, we played board games. That's nice. all oh. we did. Oh, I don't know.
4: That Alyssa, yeah. I, yep, that is with me too because my husband, he's a, he's a movie buff. He yeah. Loves movie, and I n- have never watched any of them. But my, my response isn't I was playing board games. I was like, I had a life.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's kind of <laughs> the opposite. It's like I didn't have a life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you were living. Yeah. What was
4: I doing? Not avoiding having people over.
6: (laughs) I was sleeping while
4: my guests were in the family room. Exactly. (laughs) Eating my turkey pasol.
6: But, you know, I think that it's very sweet, too. The fact that you can sleep at a party, that also means that you're inviting people over that you feel so comfortable with and that you feel so homey with that. You're like, yeah, they won't mind. This is OK. So I think that's what actually quite a nice. nice
4: spin. Thank you. And, yes. and, and with that particular, because I remember that night and it was a close group of friends. I'm sorry neither of you were there, but it was a close <laughs> group of friends. But uh, yeah, it, so I think maybe that's a nice little spin on it. But yeah, Scott, where do you land on board games, by the way?
5: Huge love, absolutely love for all the same reasons. Like to compete. I like, I like, I like little puzzles. I like solving what the best strategy is. I prefer like more modern board games like Catan or whatever to like mm-hmm. old fashioned interminable board games like Monopoly. Shoes and ladders. Just, see just, say
6: candy,
4: candy. just
5: say what it, candy,
6: candy. What is the candy
5: one? Candyland. Candyland, you don't like candy. I like, well, if the age, if the age on the box says two plus, then that's usually not gonna be one of my favorites. Uh... Fair enough,
6: <laughs> fair <laughs> enough.
4: Okay, shots fired,
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, it's, an, it's been just a true delight talking to you, Alyssa. We agree about board games, maybe we disagree about my colored pasta, but uh, it's been wonderful having you. Um, is there anything that you'd like to plug before we let you go?
6: No, no, no. It's been a true delight being here. Um, I, I I love chatting with you guys and hanging. This has been so fun. And please invite me to your Halloween party. I yeah, need Alexa, to try that. Pos- I will be there.
4: I don't care what coast you're on. You're coming.
6: I the, can't or, or
4: maybe you're talking to Scott. you have to go to one <laughs> Halloween party the one night and the other the next night. Scott and I both host... Killer Halloween party. Uh, listen, I want to be a
5: post. If, if you fly all the way to Ellie's Halloween party, you'll get a chance to sit in the chair and it will be I, worth it. It's worth it. It's worth
6: it.
4: Gosh.
5: Old that, uh, bamboo.
4: I promise to serve you my famous turkey pozole stew next Halloween and you can eat it in this chair.
6: I can't wait for the post a year from now. It's just me in the chair with yeah. the pozole <laughs> and I go, we did it. We did it. And you know who else is there?
5: Gus from Idaho? Jeff from Oklahoma. Jeff Jeff from from Oklahoma. Oklahoma.
4: (laughs) Way to bring it back, Alyssa. <laughs> oh. That is full circle.
6: Jeff from Oklahoma, we love you. We wish you all the best. <laughs> oh, Jeff, we love you. And yes, you can watch No Bad Days on Peacock of mine. That's a solo show about losing my dad. It's 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 funny and it's dark and it's sweet. And yeah, go watch it. Yes.
4: Everybody go watch that. Alyssa, you are a delight. You are so funny. Thank you for being on our show. And we can't wait to see you soon. Feel the same way about you guys. Thank you so much.
6: Thank you. Bye. Bye. This podcast, love it or loathe it, love it.
4: Yeah. Right answer.
5: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Born to Love. We'll be back next week with brand new things that we love.
4: We want to hear from you. Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and tell us what you love. We might even ask one of our guests in an upcoming Love It or Loathe It.
5: Born to Love is hosted and created by Ellie Kemper and Scott Eckert.
4: Our executive producer is Aaron Kaufman. Our producers are Sheena Ozaki and Zoe Denkla.
5: Born to Love is part of Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network in collaboration with iHeart Podcasts. Special thanks to Han Sani,
4: Rachel Kaplan and Adriana Cassiano,
5: Michael Fales, Alex Coral and Bahid Frazier.